Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, How's Your Mindfulness? Following Mindfulness at Every Turn. It doesn't matter whether you are a business person, at-home mother, engineer, or teacher. The way you think really impacts every aspect of your life. God himself puts a premium on good thinking. How do I know that? He called David a man after his own heart. Quite clearly, God doesn't have a human heart with chambers and vessels and ventricles, so he wasn't talking about David's anatomical heart. He was talking about the contents of David's heart, the thoughts that drove his emotions and actions, his devotion to God. Incidentally, God called David a man after my own heart, after David's sin with Bathsheba, that is, after he committed adultery. So if you have sinned grievously, your repentance puts you right back in good standing with God. I needed to be reminded of that. Maybe you did, too. David must have modeled this for his sons, as it was his son Solomon who said, As people think in their hearts, so they are. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, i.e. my thoughts, be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm 19, verse 14. I use this prayer of David often, both to get my head on straight and also to open a meeting which I will be leading or even privately when attending a luncheon where gossip might be the main course. Do you think well? Interview yourself about what occupies your mind. Besides examining the thoughts that issue forth from your heart and mind, take a look at growing your mind by replacing thoughts that drag you down with truth. Removing a destructive thought and replacing it with God's truth. Endeavoring to ask good questions in conversations to increase your understanding, to gain gain greater perspective, and also show interest in others' viewpoints. Practice listening more. After all, the most precious gift we can offer anyone is our attention. Grow your mind. Learn new things. And improve your thinking by reading. See the importance of reading the classics like C.S. Lewis and A.W. Tozer. Today's authors seem to lack the vast command of the English language and deep insights of those from days gone by. Besides fostering rich thinking, the writing will grow your vocabulary. A little less conventional, some of my favorite reading is the New York Times obituaries because I learn a little about people's professions, hobbies, altruistic endeavors, different ethnic and cultural backgrounds, as well as educational pursuits these individuals have made during their lifetimes. Obituaries often put words to legacies, and they challenge me to consider, what will my legacy be? Consider these few lines from a recent offering. Despite a debilitating motor neuron disorder, 
K.W. was an avid sailor, a talented photographer and author of five privately published novels, which he wrote while in his 80s. K.W. was a deeply loyal friend, a man of insatiable curiosity, relentless humor and optimism, and undeniable charm. End quote. Oh, yeah, and he joined the Army in December 1941, achieving the rank of Major and receiving the Bronze Star Medal. He considered his military service the greatest privilege. (laughs) Wow, I wish I would have known Ken, don't you? Legacy. What's yours? Yep, reading the obituaries particularly of the New York Times, inspires me. Grow your thinking by reading things out of the norm for you. Don't just stay with your favorite genre of literature. I love to peruse the bookshelves in people's homes, revealing, interesting, and sometimes inspirational for my own reading. Have you read any poetry lately? Been inspired by a hero's biography? What made Jack Welch such a phenomenal business person? Why have more than 1.5 million people read Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People? Why not take an hour and visit a local used bookstore? Read, think, grow. Find ways to spend time in the presence of good thinkers. Who do you know that possesses a keen mind? What are the kinds of questions that person asks of himself and others? What is she reading? What motivates her drive to value good thinking? Who are the best thinkers you know? What separates them from the rest of the crowd? Paul wrote, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12.2 Chances are your thinking friend stands out because she or he has taken that to heart and is not a conformist, especially in the way they think. And he or she looks at things a little different than others, willing to think outside the box. One more thing. The good thinker keeps his eyes on the goal. It was Paul who said, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. It takes mindfulness to think well, today more than ever. But only by being so can you and I be who God intended us to be.